Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Daniel with A2C Knowledge to Progress. How is everyone doing out there? Oh man, 2024. You know, we made it through 2023. It passed just like that. And what a year. A lot of things happened in my life and a lot of things happened in this world. But focusing on one thing is ourselves first. Is making sure we are taken care of before anyone else. And that's pretty much the discussion of today's episode. How do we focus on oneself? What do we do in order to help us continue this process of progressing in life? So just recently, I read this article from Kenneth E. Miller. He's an author of the war-torn stories of courage, love, and resiliency. That was published in 2016 and a co-editor of the Mental Health of Refugees, which was published in 2004. He talks about the first step of improving our own well-being is to acknowledge its importance for us as individuals, partners, and parents. If we make self-care a priority, it can pay off richly in our well-being, in the quality of our intimate relationships, and in the well-being of our children. Now, he points out five steps pertaining to strategies for strengthening parental wellness. And I just wanted to go over it and talk about this in reference to this. On the first step, he talks about what routines can be modified and what households and family responsibilities can be shared differently to lower stress. Now, everyone has somewhat of a responsibility in the household, right? But when those households' responsibilities aren't shared amongst each other, an individual might be putting more into the housework. So one thing that I used to do is when I used to come home from work, right, I used to go straight into the house with all this stress and all these things that had happened through me throughout the day. Now, it was a stressful day from work, but bringing it to the house wasn't a good idea. Just saying things that you don't mean doesn't help decompress that stress. It just creates more stress at home. So a few things that you want to do is you want to, you know, maybe go out for a brief walk, you know, take a longer shower, simply go to the gym and do something that's going to vent that frustration out. You know, a little bit of quiet time before you start going into your routine at home might help out. So that's one step that he talks about. And then the second step is making time to nurture your relationships at home. For me, that would mean taking time and enjoying the moments at home, not just watching TV or doing something that you like, but, you know, something that others around you love your loved ones right your kids your wife share a moment with them randomly do an act of random kindness sit down with them watch tv watch game with them you know have a conversation you never know what opportunities might open up going into step three you know exercise is one of the best and most based ways of lowering stress and improving mental health it's good to take a long walk go out do a brief walk a nice short walk 20 minutes of jogging or walking around the neighborhood, take your dog for a walk, just get out. So there's research in reference to taking animals out for walks, your pets, your dogs. Um, there's They say that it's good for the mental state of an animal to go out and sniff you know, the leaves, sniff the trees. It's good for the mental health. That sounds like something that we need to do in our life as well, right? So... I have a Pomeranian dog, and every single time I take her out in the morning to go, go utilize the latrine or go use the bathroom, whatever you want to call it, she ends up stretching for quite a minute, pulls each leg and stretches each leg and just keeps walking forward like she's doing lunges. It's so funny, but, you know, 
if you think about it, that's exactly what we need to do. As soon as we get up, we need to go ahead and stretch. And uh, it seems like our pets tend to show us a prime example of what we need to do. <laughs> so go ahead and walk around, smell the roses, smell the air, stretch, and uh, get that nice, comfortable breath of air in the morning. But we tend to not do that. So it's something that I myself needs to continue doing now that I've been doing it in my recent months. But it's just something to think about. So now we go into step four, the mindfulness practice. This has to do with some meditation, yoga, powerful, effective of lowering stress and reducing anxiety and depression. When we talk about meditation, you know, there's all kinds of meditation. There's guided meditation. There's meditation with mantra. And this type of meditation helps you in order to stay grounded and give you that peace of mind and that inner peace so you're able to think about what you're going to do to be aware of your surroundings and be able where to make those decisions in reference to response versus react and when we talk about response versus react we tend to act on something that kind of emotionally upsets us and we react with aggression we do something we say something we snap at someone with anger frustration but when we respond four seven eights box breathing but yoga meditation in order to respond or just react and going on to step five now step five talks about psychotherapy and counseling are effective at helping people overcome all these conditions but the thing is when we come down to these things is we got to make sure we connect with others we need to have conversations with people we need to tell people our story. We want to be seen as individuals. We want to be valued. And how do we do that? So we share our story. We help ourselves by sharing our story with those we trust. And the thing about that is how do we get to telling our stories? How do we trust others? Well, I'll tell you this. There's a few steps you have to take before you get to that point where you get to have those opportunities to share your stories and build deeper relationships with each other. And I'm going to talk to you about that right now. First, honesty. You got to be honest with yourself. You got to be honest with people. If you do those things, people are going to trust you. You're going to build trust with others. Now, once you gain the trust with one another, there's the connection you're going to make. Now, just remember, this goes both ways. You got to be honest with them. They got to be honest with you. You got to trust them. They got to trust you. Next is the connection. If you get those two right, you build that connection. Now, how do we get that connection? Really, it takes a lot of communicating with one another. You got to communicate with one another in order to get to that point. Sharing your story, listening to those that are sharing their story. That's important in order to connect. And what happens next? Deeper relationships occur. Opportunities open up, not only with those around you, those friends, but with your family. Because it works both ways. Family, friends, community. You want to first focus on that. Yourself. Then your family. Then your community. Then your country. So these five steps in this article. You know, I believe they're true to the point. And um, it's important to first focus on yourself. That's the most important part of this. Is you have to focus on yourself in order to commit to understanding how to better yourself and your family, your friends, community, country. 
Okay, guys, so it's time for joke time. All right, jokey, joke, jokey, joke, jokes. It's time to take a joke. A customer walked into my clothing shop and asked to see the pants that were advertised in the paper that day. We don't have an ad in the paper today, I told her. She insisted I was wrong. So I got the copy of the paper and went through it, eventually landed on an ad for pants from another local store. Aspirated, the customer glared at me and said, in my newspaper, the ad was for this store. Wow. I love the dress that I bought at a flea market. It fit perfectly, and the skirt was swirled with integrated plaits. I wore it confidently to an evening party and glowing when a woman explained, oh, how stunning, yes. I was grinning from ear to ear until she added cheerfully, hang on it to it, honey. Plates will come back someday. Ouch. Well, <laughs> that's kind of saying that uh, that's old school and she shouldn't be wearing it. <laughs> anyway, uh, on to the next one. Okay, here we go. One of my wife's third graders was wearing a Fitbit watch, which prompted my wife to ask, are you tracking your steps? No, said the little girl. I wear this for mommy so she can show daddy when he gets home. Wow. I guess in all these scenarios, man, it's kind of (laughs) insulting. Well, again, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Also, please don't forget to check out my buddy's podcast. He talks about experiences in life and shares his philosophy in reference to how to thrive in life. So please don't forget to check out his podcast. Again, that's Max Neighborhood, M-A-C-S Neighborhood. Again, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Please don't forget to share this content. Again, thank you so much for everyone's support. Happy New Year. And again, I catch you on the next episode.